to risk-free bets up to $2,000. Anyway, it's been a big week in Skytown. Uh, coming off uh, two games, uh, one of them was won, one of them was lost, but we'll uh, chop that up in a little bit. Anyway, if you're wondering who I am, my name is Janice Scurrio. I am 50% uh, of the CHGO Sky crew. The other half is sitting right next to me. Hello, Sabria. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, very well, thank you. Uh, definitely follow us uh, on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is chgo underscore sky. We live tweet games. We will retweet memes. We do all sorts of silly stuff on that account. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, Sabria, so you were gone last week. You were in L.A. Uh, hanging out with Brittany Sykes. Yes. Yeah, so how is she? How's Brittany doing? Uh, she's good. She actually just had a really good game. Um, the days are like running together, so I feel like maybe it was yesterday. I have no clue, <laughs> truly no clue. I don't think it was yesterday, but yeah. um, I, I believe the Wings played the Sparks, right? Yes, yeah. but I can't remember what day that was. But whatever day that was, she had a good game. Um, we had a great time. She did a great job um, with her hosting AB, uh, on ABC Seven LA uh, Slam Dunk after the finals. She's a little sad uh, as a Celtics fan that her Celtics oh, no. lost. Yeah, but other than that, she's fine. I did not know she was a Celtics fan. Yes, she is from Newark. So I guess, I think, aren't they in the same region over there? Somewhere (laughs) over there, not here. The East Coast is just like one big blob to me. I'm I'm definitely more of a West Coast girl. So when you tell me that, I don't know, it just blows my mind that there are all of these major cities within a like 50 mile radius of one another. So I'm just like, yeah, okay, that's definitely possible. Like, like I sometimes I even forget that Boston is north of New York. I had no idea. Same. (laughs) I don't even really know what that means on a map. I just know that they're over there. (laughs) Like, that's it. And all those most states that people don't know, though, I feel like are on the West Coast. I agree. It's it's, it's less states. It's it's more to count. Uh, counting is not my forte. Uh, that, that that is why I podcast. <laughs> uh, but anyway, a big shout out to Sky Show, aka Brian, for kicking it with us last week. Uh, he definitely uh, shared some great insight on how the team has been playing, and also shared some excellent memes that we definitely will be recycling throughout the course of the Sky season. Uh, so yeah, if uh, you've been wondering what I've been doing, um, I covered on. On Friday night, uh, and I made some new friends. We love new friends here on the show. So a big shout out to Colby from ONTAP Sportsnet. Uh, great to see Zach Drabes from SB, SB Nation again. And uh, Maggie Hendricks I, I got to meet. So really cool to uh, finally meet her. Uh, but yeah, always have a great time at those games. Uh, but yeah, uh, otherwise, before we get into Sky News, uh, we'll do a brief recap of some of the cool things we've seen across the W. So yeah, uh, Asia Wilson had an amazing game versus the Lynx yesterday. Uh, I had the her stats up like two seconds ago, but uh, yeah, she did absolutely well. Um, some other great performances. Uh, yeah, actually, now that you mention uh, Brittany and the uh, the Sparks. I think uh, Arake had a pretty great game against the Sparks as well, if I remember correctly. But uh, yeah, I know there's been some controversy surrounding her lately. We brought it up last week. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's just Arike. Like, she's a good player. Um, there are also some other rumblings, apparently, in Dallas. I'm, I'm seeing that maybe Charlie took them out of her bio. 
some cryptic tweets going on. So something is probably going to be happening really soon in Dallas. Uh, yeah, I think a Charlie's workout video also got posted too. Do you see the video where she's just absolutely just like lugging like a giant sled with these like huge um, plates and she's also just doing all these crazy exercises. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that video the other day and like I, I love watching workout videos in general, but of course too, when you post a workout video, like you're flexing, right? right. You, you kind of want to show off, you know, what you're capable of. And the only thing that went through my mind was like, dang, she's in shape. <laughs> yeah, but we can't really tell considering she doesn't get in the game. I feel like the last time she was in the game that I remember, it was like, they were playing someone, maybe Seattle, and there was a tech. And apparently Seattle coach chooses what player from Dallas they want to shoot. And she chose Charlie. And then she immediately took her right back out of the game. Um, yeah, so I don't know what uh, Coach Vicky Johnson's over there doing, but I mean – I forget that she's even the first overall draft pick last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, that yeah, time passes by so quickly that yeah, it's mainly because we see all of these draft picks playing in the NBA, a WNBA right away. So uh, yeah, we'll also talk about Nalissa Smith in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I too for completely forgot that Charlie was uh, yeah from last year's draft. Like what the heck. Yeah, so one of those conversations of, again, so many great players, so much talent, not, not enough, enough spots. roster spots. Yeah, but also, I don't know if maybe this is late or early, but there are a lot of, I think like the injury bug is going around. I just commented on Atlanta's tweet. They have like six people out, and I think – what maybe Vegas originally drafted Kayla Pointer and she's now in Indiana. Mm. And I'm seeing these announcements of players being signed, and it's just like, well, what about those who are already in the league and mm -hmm. literally don't have enough minutes to go around for them? Mm -hmm. It sucks. Yeah, it's definitely very competitive, uh, and we, we, we talk about the competitiveness of, of the league uh, throughout this entire show, and yeah, it's prolonged too throughout the course of the season, especially with players going down uh, and players getting injured. Uh, yeah, it's a, a, a very tight competition for roster spots, um, so... So yeah, uh, of, I don't know if that's a good problem to have. It's a bad problem to have, actually. Mm. I mean... Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like, congratulations, there's this great, talented league. But, you know, I'm not really sure what that means. Uh, were you able to catch the 30 for 30? I, no, I did not. Okay, so if, if you have a minute, and by a minute I mean like three hours, and anyone else <laughs> listening, <laughs> there's the dream on 30 for 30 that essentially starts at the beginning. And it's so cool to think about... You know, like when we're watching maybe like the Michael Jordan documentary and you're like, so you mean to tell me that you all just happen to be following this man around with the camera and you sat on it for all these years? Essentially, same thing, mm -hmm. like real life footage of the 1996 Olympic team that the footage started in like 1995. Like you see the conversations between then, you know, NBA commissioner David Stern, and all these other people having conversations about a WNBA and how that 
really rested on the success of the 1996 Olympic team filled with greats Lisa Leslie, Cheryl Swoops, just so many people. Um, yeah, and so then you kind of see the problem with just one team, so many people. And now I feel like we're in the same thing. But, you know, back then it was really interesting because they show like they were selling jerseys at the games. Mm -hmm. When was the last, like, I don't even remember the last time I was able to go to a WNBA game and buy. Buy an actual jersey. Jer like, yeah. I know that some are there, but not necessarily the player that I wanted. But right. they had everyone's jersey. They were going on TV, great press tours, signing autographs after the game. And it's just like, hmm. So you mean to tell me that when you are intentional about a brand marketing strategy, and that includes fan engagement, interaction, merch, availability for the media, you mean to tell me that it grew the fan base? Who would have thought? <laughs> so I feel like we need to go back to that. A phrase that I hear quite a bit uh, that uh, might be applicable to some folks' personal lives is uh, if they wanted to, they would. Uh, so I don't know, something tells me that if they wanted to, that like they actually would, that, that there would be the same level of brand marketing, the same level of merch available, uh, the same level of fan promotion and engagement, but we're not seeing it. And it's just sort of like, we can ask why not until we're all blue in the face, but it's just sort of like, uh, are we going to have to compensate for that as, as fans just kind of like promote this product and, you know, just... The fact that we're doing that right here, like on the show, like we're talking yes. about it, like like that is a form yes. of growing the game as yes. well. So, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I always feel as if like just even like thinking about my own role in it. So the more I speak about it, yeah, like maybe you know I can get some other people interested and in, you know like do my own sort of brand marketing itself. But I can only like go so far. You know yes. what I mean? And I'm sure you probably feel the same way. Oh, for sure. And I'm sure you've seen me arguing on Twitter for the past 48 <laughs> hours. And I wouldn't even really call it arguing. I would more so call it like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, Sabria, why do you even engage with these people and give them your time? But to me, it's like if someone comes to me with an outrageous, outlandish, or ignorant take, if we just don't engage and let them think that, then that truly becomes that reality. Like they continue to live in this delusional or alternate reality. And so I just make it, you know, I take the time and I'm like, no, actually, here's the case. Or, you know, let's take that a step further. Or what do you mean by that? Like trying to figure it out. And so it, it might look like I'm arguing. So if anyone's listening, you're like, oh my goodness, we're just always arguing. No teachable moments. <laughs> and we're going to definitely get into that later about everything. Like you said, they would, they could. We see it with Sue Bird's farewell tour. We have talked on the show before we about have, the yeah. lack of tour with Simone Augustus. Um, you know, my fave, Candace Dupree just apparently retired and we didn't know yeah we didn't, didn't really hear much about candace's retirement well also she too, didn't yeah yeah she didn't because she didn't yeah, yeah, she, she, she really didn't not yeah. getting picked up yeah. and i don't know we keep talking about the problem of so many spots at what point do you start to assume that maybe she's not and then you know candace parker has said you know she's coming into this season with the intention that it's her last one, or mm -hmm. with the assumption that it's her last one. And then, like, the next day, she's like, well, I'll know when it's time. So it's just like, you know, if they don't know, how do we all prepare? Because at one moment, you know, it could be gone. Like, Andrew McCautry, 
a legend in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I actually was sad for her when she left and went to Vegas. I did not think that was the best decision because I feel like they were handing her the keys. Like, we see Renee Montgomery has it. I feel like that should have been Angel. And then she goes there. She, then she ends up in Minnesota, and now she's not in Minnesota. And now what? <laughs> so we see it. Like, again, we see it with Sue. We see what the bar is. We see what they can do with the Farewell Tours. Hopefully we can continue to see that you know, across the board, because what about, are, are the Vanderquicks, are they coming back? Exactly, what's, yeah. Like, well, Cause somebody talks to us, what's going on? Like, let us get, prepare to mourn and give them their flowers so that we're right. not like outraged on Twitter one day and we find out like the whole team retired. Precisely. Uh, one thing that uh, Candace Dupree taught us was to, yeah, just keep telling everyone's stories because like you mentioned, uh, yeah, you never know if this is the last season you're going to see a certain player. Nope. So uh, we as W fans, we're not given the luxury of like saying goodbye to certain players. Like I, I remember that, uh, yeah, like I, I bring up Tim Duncan all the time because I'm a huge Tim Duncan fan. So, uh, yeah, I mean, even though he didn't announce his retirement, like, right. I just kind of knew that right. that would be his last season with San Antonio. Uh, but, of course, too, when you we're talking about, like, say, the Vanderquigs, uh, who both of them were very heavily considering retirement yes. last season, which is a great segue into our next segment. Uh, it is Allie Quigley's birthday. So happy birthday to happy birthday. our three-point queen. So uh, this screenshot came from Azure Stevens's Instagram. Uh, well, actually, it is Allie's retort. Uh, so uh, Azure posted uh, Allie in uh, this elder millennial <laughs> uh, photo uh, with a puka shell necklace, a puka shell hemp necklace, and uh, this this phone, which I'm assuming is probably like a, a prepaid track phone, because I had one too. I had one too. No shame. But probably the one thing that got me about this photo was the eyebrows uh like oh my all right so uh, Allie and I are the same age like we actually well, we're, we're from the same graduating class at DePaul uh so I too had those same eyebrows so I, I kind of felt something when Azure posted that uh but yeah a screenshot courtesy of Sky Show so thank you very much Sky Show so a little bit about Allie Quigley. Uh, the DePaul alumna made her 150th career start against the Dream on Friday and also scored her, her, her 35th hundredth, like, th- no, did I read that right? 3,500th career point on a layup on the 6.56 mark of the second quarter on Friday. And I believe uh, she's also uh, kind of uh, competing with uh, her wife for the all-time leading scoring uh, title with the Sky. They've been kind of going back and forth a little bit. I think Courtney is definitely pulling up ahead, though, uh, just mainly because we've seen a lot of fourth quarter heroics from Courtney Vandersloot lately. Uh, but yeah, uh, like, like we've been talking about before, I think Allie Quigley is one of those players that we need to uh, give uh, give her her proper flowers for sure. Yes. The DePaul women's basketball team apparently was at a game recently. Again, so many games, <laughs> so many days. Have no clue what day or game it was, but they were there. Um, I, I mean, like over a month ago, I reached out to, to them about doing a DePaul day, hopefully being able to get that done because another DePaul alumna and from the women's basketball team, uh, we call her Trixie Shanice Jenkins. She's on the coaching staff at Connecticut. Mm-hmm. So I think all the colleges in the world and just how small the W is, it's amazing to see so many, you know, DePaul connections. So hopefully we're able to do that DePaul day and can show her some love and 
you know, just get everybody comfortable with basketball and wind trust so we can have it to be like a year round thing in women's basketball and wind trust. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, also to, uh, yeah, Doug Bruno actually retweeted, uh, the, uh, uh, the CHGO Sky account, too. So, hello, hello, Coach Bruno. Uh, hey. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, hopefully he is a, a, a viewer. Uh, so, hello to him if he is watching. <laughs> All right. So, uh, probably the big thing that is on everyone's mind, uh, Candace Parker's knee injury. Uh, so, Azaray Stevens has been filling in uh, since CP has been out. Uh, Coach Wade uh, has definitely uh, commented on Azaray's performance. Uh, so that three she made signified what she is for us. This is comments after Friday's game, by the way. It doesn't matter whether she starts or comes off the bench. We just need her to make great plays. And so we've talked before on the show before how uh, having Azaray's points off the bench is definitely a luxury. But she's also a starter, too. I feel as if he's, she's that versatile. Uh, but, yeah, uh, you remember last year Candace Parker was out for a handful of games, and they also lost those games. Uh, but how crucial is she uh, to, uh, uh, say, the starting starting lineup and say, uh, do uh, or has, uh, I, I know that Azure had definitely has been stepping up, uh, but otherwise, uh, is there anything that we should really be worried about? I mean, I don't think so. I think even before the injury, I remember a lot of people making comments about her, I guess, lack of points, but she was showing up in a lot of other ways yeah, she and was, really facilitating the game, always not absolutely. a coach on the floor. Just, like, really good, like, off the boards, too, yes. uh, and also kind of, like, flexing her coaching muscle as well. Yes. Yeah. So I don't think that – I think they're able to overcome all of the maybe, say, stats that she could put up. Like, we have a deep enough bench to where she – won't necessarily be missed there, but I think what it all came down to, especially in the Indiana game, is that they're missing her as the leader on the, the floor, and she's not there to help them keep their composure, and I think we saw that because, I mean, I'm happy we're finally getting the rivalry that I have been campaigning for. My Indiana <laughs> versus Chicago agenda is clearly alive and well. Love that for me. And I also feel like, wow, it was so many people at that game. I knew I should have gone. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that you were petitioning uh, for uh, Sky fans to, mm-hmm. to, to volunteer to uh, cheer for the fever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, they're just so fun. They are fun, yeah. They are, they are a lot of fun. They've got lots of really great, fun players. Uh, we'll talk about them in a little bit, uh, but otherwise, uh, yeah, uh, if you like what you're hearing right now, the best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. And if you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. So uh, we did... Uh, drop some new shirts today. Uh, there's a super cool one with the Chicago skyline. Uh, there's also a new cub shirt. I can't remember what it looks like. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> the new sock shirt says Southside Bias, which I will yes, have. Yes, I, I will have that uh, for the rest of my life. Uh, yeah, that, that is probably something you can put on my grave is Southside Bias. Uh, but <laughs> I think we lost because they went to that Cubs they went to the Cubs Ooh. and they made and they let them touch something. So I'm blaming <laughs> the Cubs for that loss to Indiana. Because right. I, I start I don't know. I guess 
I just keep trying to be so politically correct and that like stopped me from engaging with the tweet the way that I wanted to. But I, I saw that and I was like, get away from our champs. You're gonna go go light some some sage and put just put that put it. They around need to go light there. something, <laughs> because who told them to do that and why? <laughs> so I'm blaming the Cubs. Sorry, not sorry. So other than the cool shirts, there is a really cool sky shirt uh, that is also available uh, for selection. Uh, so yeah, that's two thousand dollars in free bets, a free CHGO membership, a free T-shirt. Get the Sky one or the Southside one. Um, I, I, I definitely will not judge. All for making more than a fifty-dollar first-time deposit at PointsBet. And if you have any questions, you can email PointsBet at allchgo.com, and we would be happy to help you out. So you're home for live in-play betting. Just got even better. See an edge in the game you are watching. Is your favorite team prime for a comeback? Don't just watch the game, bet along with it live. So more live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash outs. See why consumers say points bet has been the fastest with their live bets. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. So download the points bet app right now and use promo code CHGO. Download it right now, register from your phone. So what are you waiting for? You are definitely waiting for this podcast to finish. It is time to live your bet life and elegant elevate your live betting game and if you know someone or if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services all right so to I I actually do want to talk a little bit more about this guy visiting the Cubs just mainly because all right so Azrae Stevens did throw out the first pitch and she actually did throw a pretty perfect just kind of like 12-6 curveball that was essentially just right over the heart of the plate uh, like Clark, Clark the Cub actually did flame, frame it well. So credit where credit's due. That definitely was a great strike. So, uh, yeah, um, I always think about uh, how a lot of skills in basketball translate over to baseball. And I'm thinking, yeah, may, maybe Azure would be a great pitcher one day. Uh, but anyway. I can see it. But, yeah, she also seemed to, like, really enjoy herself, too. So if she seemed happy, then I will also be happy for her. Yes. <laughs> Although, I don't know, uh, Coach Wade, uh, Wade's pitch was also okay, um, but I think I liked Azure's better. She definitely, uh, yeah, threw that strike and, yeah, had a lot of fun doing it, so good for you, Azure. Yes. <laughs> All right, so our next segment, the Sky Week in Review. So we mentioned at the top of the show that the Sky played two games this week. They won one, they lost one. Let's talk about the one they won. They outlasted the dream on Friday. Uh, they won 106 to 100, a high-scoring game. Uh, and also, did you know that Welcome to Atlanta has two L's in it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a uh, credit to Connor Moore there uh, for that. Uh, well, they didn't like that too much. They, <laughs> I went on a quote tweets, and they were upset. <laughs> Understandably so. It's clever, but I can understand why they would be definitely upset. Uh, so uh, Ryan Howard, uh, we got to see a little bit of her. Uh, so she scored five points in four minutes, but also accrued three fouls in that four minutes too. Uh, so uh, she sat for most of the first half and came back and uh, definitely uh, did Ryan Howard things. Uh, Rebecca Gardner had this to say uh, after the game. So we, referring to her and Kalia Copper, took turns guarding her, and I think we did a good job. Uh, so uh, yeah, I know. Uh, Sabria, you uh, predicted that, yeah, Ryan Howard would, you know, go first uh, in the uh, 
in the WNBA mm-hmm. draft. Uh, yeah, so your you're Ryan Howard thoughts. I mean, she just started off so well. I think she's still doing a great job. Like, it's just, she's just so hard to guard, truly, with the three. And I feel like most of the time, she, whenever she does miss something, it's like on her and not necessarily the, the defender. So definitely have to give credit to her. Also super, super fun, super energetic. I love her confidence, like especially when she shoots a three and she does like the little, I don't even know what you call it, some gesture that looks like a shot maybe. I don't like know. This? But it's like she, she does something with her arm and she does it like this. But it's, I have to, I'll send it to you. I'll go look and I'll send it to you. <laughs> but it's like one of the coolest things. And I actually can't wait till they come back. Like I think Atlanta, Chicago matchups, are just super fun, mostly because of Cheyenne. But yeah, Cheyenne, fun. yeah, that that that's very true. Yeah, Coach Wade was also saying how Cheyenne brought her baby to the game. She and is adorable. Yeah, that is an adorable baby. She is so adorable. I, I got think. to sit next to her when I went to the Atlanta home opener, and she is just the absolute cutest. And I remember hearing something about how she um, she travels with her, like she's. Mm-hmm feeding her and all of that stuff and just it's always just so cool to hear about them like you know life doesn't stop like they're they're not even it's not even possible to get someone to handle all of the things that you have to do as a mom Mm -hmm. whereas you know if you're the dad arguably you don't you know you could get somebody to do it right so I just love that they're so multifaceted Yeah, absolutely. That was actually the first thing that Coach Wade said uh, when he sat down for his press conference on Friday night. He's like, yes, sir, I am late. Um, I was... uh playing with uh with Cheyenne's baby and when we were just like yeah we, we totally get it we we totally um yeah we, we understand it's all right mm-hmm. <laughs> right so uh, one player that I love talking about is Rebecca Gardner uh and I feel as if uh I know we, we just talked about Ryan Howard but she's kind of putting together her own rookie of the year campaign herself so on Friday uh, she tied a career high with two blocks and recorded career high points with 15 and assist with five now keep in mind that these are points off the bench so she's coming in she's doing what she needs to do she's cutting through defenders while also being a really great defender herself mm-hmm. right so Bailey Caldwell said Gardner for first team all defense to be honest uh yeah like absolutely oh my goodness so like like we pretty much asked coach Wade all these questions about Rebecca like he's he's seen all these things like when she played overseas but what's your favorite thing that you've seen from her so far um that time where there was obviously a game because we're talking about them playing basketball but and I think I maybe said this before the she had the ball control of the ball and was falling out of bounds. I don't remember if she was saving it or it like almost lost it, but I remember her putting the ball on the ground, hopping out of bounds with her feet while not touching the ball and then hopping back in to get the ball. And they told her that she was out of bounds, but she wasn't. And like we saw the replay on TV and I was just like, the IQ, but also just like the precision and the like, who thinks to do that? I was like, I've never seen anything like that before in my life. But, hey, that's what happens when you're a rookie to the WNBA, but she's not – I mean, she's a vet. She's a vet in a rookie status in the WNBA, and that's it. And she plays like the true vet she is, and I just really love watching her play. 
Absolutely, yeah. And she also plays as if she's been playing with this team for forever, oh, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I remember the play that, you're, that you brought up. Yeah, she essentially just, like, brought the ball back. And, yeah, like, they said that she was out of bounds. But she wasn't. Oh, she, she was wasn't. Not. Yeah, she, she tried, though. She tried her best. Yes. And, like, in my opinion, she succeeded. Uh, but, anyway, uh, I... I Every game I've been to, uh, Rebecca's been in the post-game conference, and she just also just has this, like, amazing energy to her. Like, she's happy to be there. She's super smiling. Mm -hmm. She's just, like, so cheerful. And, uh, yeah, she is a ray of sunshine. And uh, she's a joy to talk to and a joy to watch play as well. Right, so moving on to uh, the not-so-fun game on Sunday. The sky fell to the fever in quite a heartbreaker, 89-87. So, oof, uh, the fever overcame a 15-point deficit to bounce back to beat the sky. Uh, And yeah, that third quarter, uh, the fever went on a 24-8 run in the third quarter and another run, 14-5 run, uh, in the third quarter to go to 740 in the fourth. Like, oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Uh, what happened in that third quarter? I just remember my timeline saying, oh, Sky, are we doing this again? Like, why do you always want to just blow a lead and then try and come? Like, is, like, is that your MO? Like, what is it? I mean, I get it. Like, as a student, that was definitely me. You start out strong at the beginning of the year. Like, I'm going to do all my homework. I'm going to do the extra credit. I'm going to go to the, the study sessions. And then, like, a week later, you're just like, oh, vibes. <laughs> and then at the end of this the semester, you're like, oh, I got to do all these things that you could have just done before and so you may end up with your A you might be at the B or like the B plus A minus and I feel like that's exactly what they're doing like I just wish they would just keep their leads and be more comfortable instead of like I get that maybe they think they play their best when it's down to the wire which we've seen some amazing things like when it's a close game or they need to rally at the end they absolutely do a great job but for the sake of all of our hearts I just feel like we don't need that every game. Absolutely, yeah, for all of our uh, collective blood pressures. I think Sky Show made a really great joke a few weeks ago uh, that I think it was against the, uh, the Mercury game where uh, the Sky were handing out free blood pressure monitors uh, to everyone in the crowd, <laughs> which, uh, yeah, yeah, essentially uh, the third and fourth quarter tends to be very uh, cardiac intense for uh, Sky fans. So, yeah, I, I definitely noticed, and uh, reporters have asked uh, James Wade in the, in the post games, like, hey, like, like, what's going on here? And of course, uh, there's the, there, there are the obvious things like fatigue like tired legs like say uh is he doing enough to make sure that his veterans are getting enough rest uh so that could definitely be one facet of it uh but otherwise uh shooting um so the fever only shot eight three-pointers and they were two for eight on them uh so no wait uh they they averaged 20 three-point attempts per game dang uh so the fact that they only attempted eight uh, that's oh, that that's something. Yeah. Uh, and they also shot seventy seven percent from the fr- uh, free throw. Oh no, wait. Despite shooting seventy seven percent from the fr- free throw line this season, they just shot fifty three percent from the free throw line in the first half. Uh, so that's the other thing too. Uh, the last time I checked the stats, uh, the Sky lead the WNBA in limiting their or at least opponents. Uh, free throw percentage. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely a source of baskets that they definitely can limit. 
Uh, but of course, if that doesn't happen, yeah, those are just more points that will hurt you in the end, like you mentioned. Uh, but also, too, uh, the fever rebounded more than the sky as well, 39 to 27. Uh, but yeah, let's talk a little bit about Nalissa Smith. Um, recorded her first double-double, a fourth double-double of the season with 26 points and 11 rebounds. And uh, yeah, that was a season high uh, and career high, 26 points for her. Uh, so you mentioned earlier that this Fever team, they're young, I keep trying they're to exciting. I yeah, and, and like definitely like do not, yeah, do not sleep on them. I, that's yeah. what I've been saying. Look, run the taste back. We have receipts. I've been trying to tell y'all. Like everybody's just like, oh, Indiana, like, I mean, look, nothing is the same. Like, as far as when, when it's game day, there are a lot of factors that change. So not only are they not the same team from last year with all these new players and just the, like, out-of-this-world talent that Kelsey Mitchell is, mm -hmm. but things change day-to-day. -day. Like, even if, say, they had a better day than we did. They might not be the better team, but who cares when a win is a win for them and a loss is a loss for us. So I think those, those were one of those examples where like, I'm gonna give them their credit for sure, but I think this is still one of those times where they didn't win the game, we just lost the game, like on our own. But I'm just like super happy for this <laughs> possible rivalry is still pushing the agenda, the graphic, actually was really cute. Did you see the graphic that they did about RL? Uh, no, I did not. It was... Is it on their social media? I think so. It was the Fever logo and a W in the sky. Like, in like smoke or clouds or something. Probably clouds. But it was really cute. And I was like, you know what? I am not even mad at the Fever for that. I am not mad. It was super cute. Oh, yeah, I'm looking for it right now, but yeah, uh, Nalissa Smith shot 64.7%. Uh, that is ridiculous, uh, but, oh, I just saw Fly the W. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess maybe I should be doubly offended because that's a Cubs thing. Yes, yeah. don't like it. <laughs> don't like it, and so I didn't, so to be honest with you, I didn't even get that reference because I do not care about the Cubs enough to know that reference, um, but yeah. Oh, I just saw it. Yeah. Oh, I, I do see the Fever logo yes. on top of Wintrust Arena. I don't okay. know. Can I, if I hold it up, can they see? Like, if I hold it up in the screen, can, can you see? Do you want to send it in the group yeah, chat in yeah, Slack yeah. and then I'll throw it in so yes. people can look at it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it's actually very, like, well done. Like, I, I, can't, give me, I can't be mad at this. Like, well, it, that's, it what, that's literally is... what I said. I was like, you know what? Touche. Like, I, I cannot be mad at it. Yeah, that's a pretty good-looking graphic. All right, so while, uh, while that's happening, I'm just going to read a couple of uh, tweets from the Indiana Fever uh, social media feed. Indiana Farmers Coliseum is very loud right now. Probably does not happen too often, huh? <laughs> not unless I'm there cheering for Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> But good for them, That's though. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're always going to hear you, especially if the fever uh, is playing the sparks. Yeah. Go. All right. Let me see if there's anything else that is uh, worth announcing on here. Okay, fly the W. Okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, locker room was hype. Yeah. I guess, I mean, just, yeah, if, if you were going to come out and come out, come from behind and beat a really strong Sky team. The defending champs. The, the defending champs, yeah, I would be also hyped. Yes, and so that's too. the other there thing. It's like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal on paper, 
but it is a big deal to kind of boost their confidence so that they can say we just beat the defending champs. So if nothing else, like, don't let Indiana beat you for that alone. <laughs> I brought up the graphics so the viewers could see it. I mean, it's, it's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's cool. Yeah, I, kinda, it's, it's I mean, a, I'm a Cubs fan, though, so I do kind of <laughs> like the little, little W, but that's just my opinion. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's a very nice graphic, all right? And so, uh, yeah, as of eight hours ago, they're still riding this win. <laughs> Victory Monday move is a picture of uh, some, uh, some Beaver players looking really hype. I definitely see uh, Destiny Henderson looking very happy. Oh, yeah, Tiffany Mitchell and Emma Cannon, too. Like, like everyone just looks so incredibly happy. Good for them. Yeah, good for good, them. Good, good for, for them. their morale. <laughs> I bet, like, you know, I bet the Minnesota Lynx wish they could get a win to help their confidence. Oof, oof, indeed. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's move on to uh, less fever news and more sky news. So, uh, yeah, so just caw things. So uh, Kalia Copper had quite the game on Sunday, uh, 28 points, four rebounds, two assists. Uh, she had a season high, four three-pointers made. And uh, yeah, she's definitely finding her groove. Uh, she recorded a season high in first half scoring with 16 points in Sunday's game. She really appears to be in the zone lately. Uh, so Coach Wade on Kalia Copper last Friday, we want Ka to be herself. I like the aggressiveness that we saw, the defensive tenacity. So uh, she and Rebecca Gardner definitely had the opportunity to exercise uh, that defense on Friday, especially with uh, such a player um, that, uh, that uh, they guarded. Uh, so they yeah, had a really great time against her, uh, but yeah. Uh, it seems as if Ka's kind of finding her rhythm. She seems like she's definitely back into it. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, um, I, I can't say enough great things about Ka, but uh, I'm, nope. I'll, I'll let you chime in. <laughs> well, she signed my jersey the other day. So, oh! So yeah, at some point I have to bring it in. But so just one more to know. It's like almost all I see is that salute. Um, well, I have to get Candace's Sky jersey. Like, I have the Sparks jersey, but I need mm -hmm. that one. And then I have my Diamond one. Are you going to so. donate that jersey to the studio, or are you going to keep it for yourself? I'm not donating anything. Like, okay, so I do, <laughs> so I do have two Sky Like, I do have two Candace Parker jerseys. I was going to – I actually made a, a deal with Candace's best friend that because she was like, I need a jersey because, you know, we couldn't find one. And I was like, I'll give you – I got a Sky – like a Candace Parker jersey for you if you help me get mine autographed. I saw her in L.A. The agreement is still on. We'll see what happens All-Star Weekend. So if I get both of them signed, I'll consider donating it here – you know, for like a donation to grow the game instead of giving it away through growth again. So, you know, we could figure it out. But I think I'm, that's fair. Yeah. But I ha almost have all of my, my Sky jerseys. So it's like collecting like Infinity Stones, just need one more. <laughs> yeah, it's usually that, that last one. As soon as you uh, obtain that last one, it's like, yes, they, they're all mine now. <laughs> yes. Um, but all right. So, uh, Let's talk about Commissioner's Cup stuff. All right, so after the Mystics defeated the Sun yesterday, the Sky have earned a spot as the East representative in the Commissioner's uh, Cup title game against Las Vegas. Uh, so uh, this season, the Sky have an 8-1 and one mark in Cup games. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure how I feel like, about facing the Aces who's the so one? soon. <laughs> who's, the, who's the one lost in Commissioner Cup games? 
See, um, I just wrote it down. I can't remember. Um, but uh, I mean, I have a feeling who it is. I just don't want to oh, yeah, say it, 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 be it wrong. Oh, it was uh, the Aces. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because again, the only team that's going to give us a run for our money. However, is, yeah, I watched. I feel like someone's going to report me for talking about the Sparks too much, but I watched. Um, actually, no. Who did they just play? They just played Minnesota. I did watch mm -hmm. the Minnesota-Vegas game. So remember how I said last week that Miss Powers, I don't know, like, was to her, but, like, you know, she got that tech because she stepped up to Nalissa after being fouled by Victoria Vivians. And this game, she said something to Kelsey Plum, and then Kelsey responded, and there was, like, a little thing. Mm. And I'm just like, girl, what is gotten into you? Like, she's just really trying to start some fire. Now, unfortunately, it's not working because they lost. But it, it did kind of get kind of close at the end. And I realized it's because Vegas really does not have the depth in the bench. That, it's, all, it's all their starters. And, and, and that's exactly. And this was like, what, the second game where maybe five points or less came from the bench. And so that's what I've been saying. Like, the starters are amazing, and they're always going to scare me when it comes time to play the sky. So if they can just watch tape of the starters and get everybody in foul, in like in foul trouble, I love Asia. But right now, she the ops. So just get Asia in trouble. <laughs> um, and you take, you know, I don't know how to really get Kelsey in foul trouble. But, you know, like, Asia's going to go, like, she's – her defense is immaculate this season, mm -hmm. so she's yeah. going to try and go for a block. Get her in foul trouble and just knock them out one by one, have the bench in, and we should be fine. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, I think I saw that, too, where someone said that, like, yeah, most of the points the, ace, the Aces score are all from the starters. Uh, so, yeah, like you mentioned before, uh, Asia, uh, Derricka, uh, uh, Kelsey, uh, we're, we're going to need to, like, foul them all out. <laughs> yes. Actually, I think they only won that game by one point. Hmm. Can somebody look that up for me? Like, I think. I'm going to do that right now. Because I think there was another issue of. That's, that would sound pretty heartbreaking to me. Like, if uh, this guy lost a game against a really great team in the Aces just by one point. Like, like that would tear me apart. But, but like, no, I mean, like, yesterday. Like, I'm trying to see. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 not us. Oh, okay. I mean, like, if I look up WNBA games and I go to the Vegas game. Yes, it was the Lynx 95, the Aces to 96. So Ooh. I'm concerned. So I am concerned about that because, girl, what? Like, they had an <laughs> off-shooting night, so I don't know what, you know what happened. Maybe we get lucky. But at the very end, there was another incident from earlier in the season where they needed a three to, to tie it. And they went for a two. Like, someone on the – I think Shepard um, went for a two. Like, if she just made the three, they probably would have won an overtime. Probably would have lost. But it was close. So it's like, well, if you're kind of close to the links, but we just lost to Indiana, I don't know what's going to happen in this Commissioner's Cup game. Super interesting to see um, what that's going to look like. But I hopefully, like, at least want it to be fun and close. But, um, yeah, Shepard had a great game last night. I saw a tweet about it. I don't remember what it said, but she made history with 
her stat line. I just put that like she made history. She had a great game. So even though the, you know their season is not going how they want it to be, they have lost the legend um, while she recovers in the season. At least we're seeing people shine. And so mm-hmm. like definitely one of those things like the balance of so many talented players when you're able to step up when your number is called and you're amazing and now boom you're on the map and now everyone's watching you yeah yeah absolutely um it 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 is definitely a silver lining to see a lot of these players kind of coming out and shining and be able to uh yeah um get their names out there and have them talked talked about on a podcast uh so yeah that's really good for them uh, but yeah, I just saw this interesting uh, piece on Asia Wilson. Uh, she's put up ridiculous numbers over her last three games. So 28.3 points per game, uh, eight rebounds per game, shooting 61%. Uh, so yeah, like you said, like she's a fantastic player, but yeah, she's ops. And it's, <laughs> and it's giving MVP, honestly. Mm-hmm. So we definitely have to, to look out for that. Absolutely. All right, so... The Sky are 10 and 5, um, five games over 500. That's a pretty great record. Uh, so, uh, otherwise, despite that loss on Sunday, uh, things are looking pretty great in Skytown. But anyway, speaking of other things that are looking great, uh, let's see, uh, my computer is frozen. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. Uh, so, CHGO, sign up because we have podcasts and live shows on every team every day. We have uh, three new shirts, like I mentioned before at the top of the show. Post-game shows, premium written content for members at allchgo.com. Dope merch for all teams, literally all teams. A free shirt when you become a member. And a members-only Discord called the CHGO Lounge. So definitely show up, sign up. Uh, yeah, and there's also the CHGO White Sox tailgate that is uh, tomorrow. So, Sabri, are you going? There's a tailgate tomorrow? <laughs> it's from uh, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m.? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's Wednesday. It's, it's, it's Wednesday, it's not, Wednesday? Not, not tomorrow. Yeah. Sorry, my brain thought it was well, that, Tuesday. Honestly, I, I thought why. today was today is today it is Wednesday sorry I didn't mean to like have anyone's heart jump in their throats uh, but yeah there is the CHGO White Sox tailgate on Wednesday so yours truly will be there I will eat a hot dog and you know and then some because um, that's what I do but definitely uh, please say hi if you see me uh, be happy to talk some sky basketball and or White Sox baseball I can do either I can do or um, or if you would like me to uh, reaffirm uh, your uh, disdain for the Cubs, I can also do that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise, uh, yeah, definitely uh, show up. It's going to be a fun time. All right, so on to the last segment of the pod. It is Court of Law. Yay. Yeah, uh, and I yeah, see so you, have, you have brought your gavel so here I, today. I did bring it, but... I was supposed to be thinking about if I wanted to use it. The other 45 minutes we've been here have not. So, <laughs> oops. Um, but it's it's like, so there's obviously something I want to talk about. Yeah, I, I know. I don't necessarily want to bring the gavel out. And I want to address this very carefully because I feel like um, women's sports just – are still forced in a box where we have to play by different, you know, play different rules. And I feel like it's frowned upon by 
teams, especially PR teams, possible partners, stakeholders, whatever, when you criticize, whether it's the team, the front office, what the league is doing, what the league is not doing. And so I just really want to talk about the difference between what's going on with Sue Bird and Sylvia Fowles. And I want to... And before we get into that, I'm going to just go back to the 30 for 30 really quick. And again, if you have not watched that, please watch Dream On. But they talked about how, so again, Dawn Staley, Cheryl Swoops, Lisa Leslie, you know, super talented players and older players, even including some who had played the previous Olympics, are on this team. And Rebecca Lobo has just graduated from UConn. Everyone loves her because UConn. And the committee of the Olympic, like overseeing the women's Olympic team told uh, the head coach, Tara Tara Vanderveer, who's coaching at Stanford, that they're gonna pick the players. Mm -hmm. They picked Rebecca and Tara was, like, I mean, they talked about it, that she picked on her like every day. Like she really gave it to her and even did an interview where, you know, she felt like she was handed that spot and there were comments made from people involved who said that at the time she was the best face for them because she was a white woman from Yukon. If that does not sound familiar, I don't know what to tell you. But I'm starting by saying that because I don't want anyone to think I'm just pulling this out of thin air like I'm not making this up the president like you know this was set back in 1995 1996 very real yeah and I think it's important to talk about that and so now I'm going to talk about Sue and Sylvia Fowles so a lot of the argument that has been you know argument air quotes on the timeline so it started with someone you know rightfully saying why isn't you know Sylvia getting this you know, love. A little bit of it is that, you know, Sylvia, I think, is very much like Candace, doesn't necessarily want to make a spectacle out of it and doesn't want Mm -hmm. to take attention away from everything else. Cool. We've seen that New York gave her a video. I know the Aces gave her some flowers the other day. So, like, teams are doing things for her. Very interested to see what Chicago is going to do. And I just want them to know that all eyes are on them and they, like, Please don't miss because I don't feel like arguing with people, you know, in defense of this guy. But um, when she went to New York, now, mind you, she announced this, what, Friday? Yeah. They played yesterday. So, like, 48 hours. They had shirts made that said, thank you, Sue. They had a video. And like I said, Sylvia had a video as well. But in Sylvia's video, it was like the players in front of, or it looks like they're in the locker room. They're all just, thank you, Syl, da 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 And it's people who don't even really know her because a yeah. lot of them are young. They just got here. They've maybe played against her like twice, don't really know her. And, it, and when I first saw it, I was just like a little disappointed. I was like, I felt like that could have been a little better. And Definitely. then I saw the Sue video where they had, I don't even remember, like, someone who, like, a, maybe a male athlete. I truly can't remember who it was. But it was people from different um, leagues, like, different sports leagues and different people. There was not a single person in that video that the Liberty went and took a video of. It was people who 
Swing Cash was in there. It was people who they reached out to and they recorded the video and they sent it in and they made this whole video, got the shirts made. Her whole thing was there. I'm like, what type of 48 hours do you all have? Because Significantly more Because y'all knew about yeah. Sylvia before you got there. Now, again, I get it. That is her hometown, well, home state market because you know how I feel about town. She's not <laughs> from New York City, but... Um, so I get it. But then at the same time, okay, well, Sylvia's from Miami. Oh, it's her fault that the Miami soul don't exist anymore? Like, I get it. Like, I get it. But at the very least, at least make sure the video, at least make sure what is going to be the same across the board is at the same level. Like, if nothing else, the, the effort put into the video should have been the same. And I understand, like, the shirts and all of that. Great. I get it. But at least make the bare minimum the same, and mm -hmm. it wasn't. And so then there were comments about, well, I mean, this is the Sue Bird, um, four-time champion, five-time Olympic gold medalist, all-time assist leader, all these things. And I was like, and they were just like, and Seal's not even playing. Like, it was so disrespectful. It was so, like, the response was so disrespectful in response to, you know, fans being outraged about this difference. and. Basically just saying she's no Sue Bird. What? And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, yeah. wait a minute. Because if you look up Sylvia Fowles resume, no, she doesn't have five Olympic gold medals, but let's be clear, there was concerns about two people on this last Olympic team and whether or not they deserve to be there. So, you know, and now people are saying that her career is essentially like perfect attendance. And I kind of get where they're coming from. So I would make the argument that Sue Bird has had an impressive career. Like she might have one of the greatest careers of all time, but I would not necessarily consider her the greatest of all time like the narrative is trying to paint. Because again, Sylvia Fowles has what, two champions, she was a two-time finals MVP, the 2017 MVP, what, four gold medals, four-time defensive player of the year. Like, these are individual awards. The yeah. team is not going to help you get defensive player of the year. The team is not going to help you get MVP, finals MVP. Like, those are con contributions that you're making. Yeah, she, she won those awards, yeah. So, I mean, she, she's still a WNBA legend in her own right. Exactly. So, yeah. and, and to me... Again, and this is no district. Like, I'm not trying to downplay Sue Bird at all. But those are not the same. Those are apples to oranges, and I don't feel like they're in the same category. Like, I just really don't. You can – there are a lot of players in the W or who have played in the W that probably have four or five rings, and you probably don't even know who they are because it's a team thing, right? And I just – I just don't like the disrespect. But because – disrespect was given now we have to really have the conversation and be real about this goat that we're throwing out because again I don't think they're on I just don't think they're on the same level res respectfully and again not trying to to be mean or anything but we got to talk about it and we ha and we again have to talk about why the campaign is let's get Sue and Diana to play all-star together just like it was the goat versus goat and again, mm. we never saw that with Candace and Sil. And, and then Syl, somebody yeah. was like, well, do they get the same um, viewerships and metrics as um, Diana and Sue? I'm like, dude, they're going to play each other anyway. 
Come on, let's not be obtuse. All they had to do was, and listen, the Sky's graphic designer, fire. Mm -hmm. All they had to yeah. do was get him to, like, Burton to make the graphic. Like, the, it was graphics and tweets. Con look, Connor got the tweets. Burton got the graphics. That's all that was needed. Now, I don't know who runs Minnesota's team, but same thing. They were already playing. Just give us the same hype. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, us as storytellers, as fans, as people who watch the W, like, yeah, we can make those, like, we, we see those stories right. and like, they can definitely be promoted. But the whole thing is though, like, why aren't they being promoted? And like, you probably know the answer to this yeah. question. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> listen, call a spade a spade. Like, I'm not making this up. If it looked like... Look, if it look like a duck and it quack like a duck, <laughs> it's a duck. It might be a little racism going on. Like that's all I'm gonna say because we talked about it. They're friends. They're from Yukon. How did we even get here? Really, as like a versus thing when literally Sylvia and Candace, LSU, Tennessee, SEC met in the Final Four, went on to be the one and two draft pick of the same class, then meet in the 2016 and 2017 WNBA Finals. We that was the matchup that we deserved, and we're gonna keep talking about it. Bailey said they used to go to Warren College. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. True rivals. The real yeah. GOAT versus GOAT that we wanted to see. And the amazing thing is they both played for the sky. It was right there. It's it was written in the stars. The stars were shining brightly, but their, their heads were still turned right down. There. It was yeah. right there. It so was that's right the there. end of my rant until the spaces that I am starting at 810 Central Time. Right, so be sure to tune into that to hear more but anyway yeah I knew that you were going to bring that up because mm -hmm. I, I saw your tweets and, I, and I, I saw you battling back and forth with some with some folks on Twitter and I'm just like uh yeah uh, she, she, she definitely is probably like gonna want to bring this up but I'm yes. glad you did I think it's a very yes. important conversation to have and I'm sure there's also plenty of people who feel the same way that we do mm -hmm. that yeah I mean even though there's the storyline that everyone thinks is just sort of this accessible catch-all I mean yes. there's more to that though there's more to that yes. and just like what Candace Dupree said tell everyone's story yes. tell everyone's story mm -hmm. everyone has a story worth telling right so hopefully we can uh, alleviate that with this podcast Yep. We're always happy to tell everyone's story. Yep. Uh, but anyway, that is pretty much our show for today. So thank you for tuning in. As always, Sabria, thank you for your insight, as, oh, as always. As, I mean, I was looking forward to hearing what you had to say about this entire topic anyway. But yeah, it's always a joy to learn from you and to hear you hear you speak. But anyway, if you're interested in following the show, it is chgo underscore sky. You can follow me. My Twitter handle is at Scuriosa. You can follow Sabria. Her handle is at Sabria Whitaker. Anyway, any last words? Put some respect on Sylvia's name. Oh, yeah, Sky and Four. Yes. All right, peace. We'll see you next week.